Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League Part of the Silk podcast for this week. Um, Danny Hollis here, League Secretary, reporting on results, update on the tables and look ahead to the fixtures next week. So, um, London County Cup third round week this week and we had quite a lot of teams involved in that. Um, we'll come to those results in a bit. It's a mixed bag, but some good results in there. Um, but into onto the league results first. So, this was Saturday the 26th of November. And in our John Cooper Premier Division, um, one of the big stories here really was that Agenda weren't playing. Seven points clear at the moment, but played more games. So it was whether the chasing pack could catch them. And actually, I think it ended up a good week for them um, because of the draws. Um, lots of teams drawing. Uh, games are dropping, therefore dropping points. Eden Park against Forestdale ended 2 all. Keenly contested that one. And Eltham Town won all with Falconwood Reserves. That's um, Eltham Town's fourth draw of the season. Uh, and most of them have been against teams in that top four or five. So... Good results for them. The only one that did have a result, Old Roan, 6-5 winners against South Dulwich. What a result that is. Um, what a game, 11 goals in it. Um, I remember listening um, to one of um, Ant's, um, of South Dulwich's podcast earlier in the season. He said that Theo Stubbs guarantees you goals at this level and he did what he did, hat-trick for him, but in a losing cause. And someone else that we know guarantees goals at this level, Pat Brennan, got a hat-trick as well. Uh, and Old Roan just edged it 6-5. So, um Good result for them. In terms of the table, it leaves agenda seven points clear. Um, there's seven points clear of West Wickham Albion, who also didn't play in the league. Uh, Eltham Town also on 13 points. Old Roan now on 13 points. Forestdale on 13 points. And Falconwood Reserves on 10 points. It's just so tight, that below agenda. But agenda, six wins, two draws. They really do look like the, um, the pace setters there. Um, so let's move on to Jim Hampson Division 1. And only one game. Um, Groundhopper's pitch was called off for their game against Standard Ballers, Waterlog pitch. So the only game was Farnborough thirds beating Crofton Albion 2-1. And that, again, um, is a good result for the team at the top of the table who weren't playing um, because Crofton Albion could have gone top if they won. But as it is, they remain in second. Sporting Club Beckenham, four out of four. Uh, they're 12 points. And Crofton Albion still in second on 10 points. Red Velvet Reserves on 10 points, then Standard Ballers on 9, and then Farnborough and Chelsea on 7, but they've only played 5 games. So again, really competitive division, uh, that one, and Groundhopper's not far behind 6 points. It, everyone's beaten each other in that division, so I think there's a long, long way to go. Um, OK, down to Richard Ailing Division 2, and some, some big results here, I must say. Um, the big result, really, of the day, the winner of this was going to go top, NatWest Bank against uh, Bexley A, and it ended up 1-0 to uh, Bexley. So, um, good result for Bexley. Pleased for them. Uh, bad luck to NatWest. Uh, Bexley have played more games than Stansfield, but that does mean they go top. Sounded like a really competitive game. The only sad note is that the referee said that the behaviour of some of the uh, Bexley players towards the NatWest players at the final whistle wasn't great, which is sad to hear. Um, let's go on to the other results. Atletico Londres, great result for them. 4-0 against Elton Eagles. Um, you know, that was a tight game. I couldn't 
predict what way that was going to go, but I wouldn't have thought that it would be 4-0. Um, so that's a really good result for Atletico Londres. Pushes them into third. Uh, Beckenham, another win for them. Beat London Legends 3-2. Um, having beaten Bexley Heath Lions a couple of weeks ago. Then then a bit of a, 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 a nightmare result. 7-0 away to Atletico Londres, but winners again. So shows you what good form Atletico Londres are in. 7-0, 4-0 last two weeks. Beckenham, two wins now this season. They're picking up their form. Then Main Road, four. Uh, Red Velvet, thirds, nine. What a result that is. Uh, Hat-trick for Neil Jeff. Two for Samuel Hatcher and two for Zach Wilson for Red Velvet. But Main Road, good on them. Four goals. Um, they're definitely improving. And, yep, that's, uh, that's all the league results. So looking at the table, Bexie A out on top now, 16 points. Um, but then you look just below them. and You've got Stansfield, Atletico Londres and Red Velvet thirds all on 15 points. Nat West on 13 points. Eltham Eagles 12 points. Bexie Heath Lions and London Legends 10 points. So really is all to play for. And, and teams have played six, seven or eight games. So teams with games in hand uh, over teams ahead of them as well. So yeah, really tight division. Looked really, really competitive. On to the cup games. And we had in the Elizabeth Drake Cup. Chelsfield beating Bexley Heath Lions 2-0. Good result for Chelsfield. Kind of expected them to win that one. They're in the same division last year, but we promoted Chelsfield um, and they came out on top 2-0 in that one. That's Elizabeth Jake's Cup. It's a cup for the, for, the, for the lower half of the league. Then in the Ron Pope Cup, which is the uh, cup for the top half of the league, we had Premier against first here and Westwick and Albion ran out comfortable winners. 6-1 against Red Velvet Reserves. Good result for West Wickham Albion there into the hat for the next round. And they're definitely in the mix for all the competitions this year. Right, London Cup. As I said, there they were the games in that as well. Sadly, Matagalpa didn't field a team against Club Langley. It would have been interesting to see how they get on there against um, a Kent County team. But um, a way walkover for Club Langley. Then we had um, Rustlers. 4-2 winners against London Olympia. Good result for them. Good solid win. Catford, away to Bride and Ropes Reserves of um, Kent County Division 1. They drew one all and won 6-5 on penalties, which is a brilliant result. So congratulations to Catford. And then another one of our Premier sides also threw, more comfortable this one, Agenda beat Spaniards 5-0. So uh, it's into the last 16 now, and that's great. For the London Junior Cup to in the last 16, we've got three teams in it. Rustlers, Catford and Agenda, all in there, um, all in the mix. So um, good luck to all of them in the next round. And really well done for getting there in the first place. Right, looking ahead to fixtures for um, this week. And this is the first week in December, um, December the 3rd. And we have in the Ron Pope Premier Division, we've got Catford against West Wickham Albion. Uh, Eden Park against Old Roan. South Dulwich against Falconwood Reserves. Now, I would say uh, West Wickham Albion, Old Roan and Falconwood Reserves, the away teams there, they're all in the hunt for the title, they're going to need to make sure they don't drop more points. Chance to pick up results because agenda are in cup action. Jim Hampson Division 1, Bromleyans thirds against Crofton Albion, Red Velvet Reserves against Chelsfield, Sporting Club Beckenham against Groundhoppers, and that looks like a cracking game, and Standard Ballers against Matagalpa. Again, everyone can beat everyone in that division. I wouldn't want to predict any of those results. Division 2, Bexley A against Elton Eagles. That looks like the plum game to me. Uh, Bexley Heath Lions against Main Road. Red Velvet A against Beckenham. Red Velvet A will be hoping that Beckenham's uh, resurgence can be checked there. And then Stansfield fourth against London Legends. Then in our domestic cups in the Queen Mary, which is the cup for all divisions, we've got Forestdale of the Prem against Atletico Londres, who are flying in the bottom division, uh, Division 2. So that would be really interesting to see just how competitive Atletico Londres can be. Um, then in the Ron Pope, which is the cup for the top half of the league, we've got Farnborough thirds against Agenda and Rustlers against Olam. Um, so Farnborough thirds, 
did really well. well they, the Farnborough Thirds won the um, Queen Mary last year. This team is more like Farnborough Fourths, who won the Elizabeth Jakes last year. See how they can go against Agenda, who lost in both cup finals uh, that they were in to Eltham Town and Farnborough Thirds last year. And then Rustlers against Ollum uh, is the other one. They're two teams in our Premier Division, but the bottom two in that division, they've been struggling a little bit. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Right, last thing I'm going to do, just because it's the uh, end of the month, is just have a quick look at the top goal scorers. Um, and our top goal scorers start in the second division for this time. So in Rich Lane Division 2, uh, Billy Honeyman of NatWest is out in top, out in front, so with 13 goals. And then with nine goals, we've got Gerald Gasper of Bexley A, Jimmy Moore of Eltham Eagles, and Dean Stone of Red Velvet Thirds. Then moving on to Jim Hampson Division 1, and our top scorers here with nine goals are Elliot Anderson of Sporting Club Beckenham and Albert Plant of Red Velvet Reserves. And then just one behind on eight is Ebrima uh, Toure of Crofton Albion. Then into our John Cooper Premier Division. It's probably no surprise that uh, Pat Brennan's out on top. 19 goals in eight games. It's just incredible, really. Um, then Samuel Spong of Old Roan's got 10 in seven, Dan Corbett, who's come off the bench a couple of times, score goals, nine and eight for Eltham Town. And then Theo Stubbs, seven in four. That's an impressive record as well. Um, Anthony Curtis has seven in six for West Wickham Albion. So that's all from me. Um, thanks for listening. And hopefully, as it looks like a dry week this week, we should get a good round of fixtures in. Two more uh, sets of games before the weekend. Fingers crossed that England top their group tonight and uh, our games don't clash with England's uh, knockout um, second round game in the World Cup. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup as we look at the November football action across the competition. We of course start in our senior division and the gap at the top has actually closed during this month down to just four points where FC Baresi do stay top at the moment uh, with 32 points from their 12 games played and still a very healthy goal difference of plus 38. But a draw in the month has closed the gap down to that four points, as I say. And the team in second place are Joloff Sports, who are that four points behind with nine victories from their 12 games, a month which has seen them move up the table quite quickly. And just a point behind those sides are Brimsdown, the side relegated from Step 6 last season, having a great crack at a straight return. And they are just that one point behind the top two as things progress. Down in fourth place, and a side who probably are the, the closest competition to the league leaders at the moment, are Sporting Hackney, who do have two games in hand, uh, with eight victories and two draws, and just that one solitary defeat, which did actually come in the month. Down in fifth place, Woodford East are sitting in fifth at the moment, with eight victories and a draw from their 12 games, and they're just a point behind Sporting Hackney, so anything possible at the moment. A side who have dropped off in the, in the last few weeks are Lymore Gardens, who are on a difficult run of form, having been the league leaders at one point in the early stages of the season. Six victories and two draws, but now four defeats for the side based uh, over at Coles Park. They've dropped to five points off the pace outside the top five. In seventh place, FC Petro Cub could in fact go above Lymore Gardens with a game in hand, and they're on to 19 points from 11 games played in the league so far, including an excellent victory in the London Cup as they defeated Step 6 side Hackney Wick last weekend to progress through to the quarterfinals. Just below them are Friendford Development, who sit in the top half 
with five victories and a draw from 10 games played. Again, with games in hand on the sides above, they could even move up into the top six themselves. Manbaker Reserves are another side with games to make up. They sit ninth with five victories and a draw from their nine games played so far this season. And again, if they were to win all of their games in hand, they could move, in fact, into the top five. Chadwell Heath Spartans, with 13 games played, have played more than some of the other sides around them. Four victories and two draws, giving them 14 points as they approach the halfway mark. Also approaching the halfway mark and a point behind the Spartans are Walthamstow Reserves who sit in 11th with four victories and a draw. One of the sides who were uh, at the top end of the table in the opening weeks of the season have been on a bit of a slide until recently. In 12th place are Kit Out London with 12 points from 12 games, three victories and three draws for the side based at Note Hill. They'll be looking to improve things as the season goes on. And just a point behind them, there are two sides locked on points, just goal difference separating them. First of all, 13th place, Dagenham United, two victories and five draws, uh, a side who have been hard to break down this season. Um, they're also on, on 11 points with Oakside, who sit 14th with three victories and two draws. There's then a bit of a gap down to the side based in 15th place, which is Rapid Chingford, who have picked up a few points in recent weeks but are still in a bit of danger at the bottom here. Two victories to their name out of 14 games, giving them six points. But that's a point ahead of 16th place Crooks United, who have played 12 games, but just won the one of them, and two draws, giving them five points. And 17th place, bottom of the table, Blue Marlin. Uh, one victory and one draw, but that victory did actually come at the weekend just gone, with some new players into the club now, as they hope to stage a recovery in the second part of the season. Of course, it's four down from this division this season, so much to play for as things progress. We look at now at the Premier Division East Division, and at the top of the table at the moment are Underscore United, uh, the side who are more commonly known around this area as Belfry, uh, largely changed their name this year. Seven victories from their opening seven games of the season sees them top of the table with 21 points. And having a very healthy goal difference too. 52 goals scored in those seven games. RCXI sits second. Uh, two points behind underscore, but from two games more. Um, two, six victories and one draw, making them uh, up, up into second place as things stand. Fairlock Rovers do have a game in hand over RCXI and could move into second if they were to win that. Five victories and a draw from their eight games played sees them onto 16 points. But one of the other sides with an unbeaten record and with plenty of games in hand to make up also, Chingford Athletic, five victories and a draw from six so far. The unbeaten side from Wolfram Abbey there, um, potentially being one of the sides who should be challenging for the league title. In fifth place, Wolf, Wolfram Abbey A, another group, uh, another team clustered amongst those sides chasing down those promotion places. Five victories from their six games played so far this season, giving them 15 points, and also the best defensive record with only five goals conceded. Averley under 23s, another side who could break into that pack above them, three victories and a draw from, from their five games played so far this year. Their first defeat actually coming at the weekend just gone, as they were defeated by the side placed just below them, a point below them. In fact, London Park City, Three victories, as I say, one of those coming against Averley at the weekend just gone, giving them nine points. And that's five points clear of the rest at the moment. Barkingside under 23s with games in hand could still break above London Park City were they to win those. 
They have one win and a draw from their opening six games and disappointingly only four goals scored so far this season. In ninth place are Wapping, who have played the most games in the division with 10 played. So they're at the halfway mark now. One victory and a draw for the side based in Dagenham. They have four points uh, as they look to move up the table. Last year's County Cup finalist, Cowley Community, do have four games in hand on Wapping um, and only trailing them by a point. But they sit in the relegation zone at the moment. Just a single victory from their opening six games. And bottom of the table, Freetown are still bottom, I'm afraid. Haven't yet picked up a point in the league. And also finding goals hard to score, but easy to concede at the moment with a minus 57 goal difference. Uh, they are looking it's looking like a difficult plight ahead of them for the rest of the campaign. We move over now into the West Division. And in this one, it couldn't be much closer. Just goal difference separating two sides who have almost identical records. Priory Park Rangers are the league leaders. The side who moved across to us from the Middlesex League this season have made a great start to, to life in the Alliance League. Seven victories and two draws. Just one defeat, um, giving them 23 points in the competition. And that one defeat came against their biggest rivals, AEK London, who also have seven victories and two draws, giving them also 23 points, sitting in second, but trailing by five goals on their, on their Rangers rivals. Uh, four points behind them, um, with a game in hand, so it could be very, very close. London Cranes, six victories and a draw for the side based in East Ham there. And they're on 19 points and could still uh, be certainly sniffing around for a side to drop points above them. CSM London, though, are probably the biggest threat to the teams at the top, with five victories from their opening six games, just the one defeat. Games in hand, four of them in total on the sides in the top two. They're on 15 points, which is just eight points behind the league leaders. We move now into uh, the mid-table area where North East Lions have 15 points also. Um, five victories from their opening eight games, which was a good start, but they've faded away very slightly in more recent weeks. Uh, big gap then from 15 points down to just eight as the bottom five sides are getting cut adrift slightly here. Seoul are sitting sixth with two victories and two draws. Uh, seeing them onto eight points, but a but much better recent form from the side based in Dagenham. Down in seventh place are Wanstead. Wanstead have two victories and one draw, giving them seven points so far this season from their opening nine games. As they approach the halfway mark, they'll obviously be hoping to improve that as the season goes on. Down in 8th place, RG7, who did have a good spell at the start of the month, but have faded more recently. Six, six points accrued from two victories in nine. Uh, they'll, they're just, just above the relegation zone as things stand. And that, those relegation places begin with Leighton City, who sit in the relegation spots, um, but with a game in hand on the sides above. They have five points so far this season. One victory and two draws accrued those Bottom of the table, Athletic Newham under 23s. Just the seven games played, but haven't yet um, picked up a point and finding goal scoring a real problem. Just three goals scored in their opening seven games. We move on now into Division 1. <clears throat> and this one is equally as close as, as the Premier Divisions, um, where Newham Wanderers are ahead of, at the top of the table by three points, with eight victories from their nine games played. But second place, Redbridge Community could go level. Uh, one game in hand there, seven victories from their eight games, giving them 21 points. And it looks as though it will be those two fighting for things as things stand. Although, down in third place, 
Old Hestamans have played more games than most of the sides around them. They've now reached the halfway mark in their season. Four victories and a draw, seeing them on to 13 points, which is eight points off the promotion places. Fourth place, Unity, uh, have made a decent start. Four victories from their opening six, but um, as I say, that gap is beginning to close up on the sides above them. Something from nothing in fifth place are probably the side who can offer the greatest threat as things stand. Four victories from opening five games, just one defeat. If they were to win their games in hand, they would break into that top two, uh, depending on how they, they uh, progress with their goal difference. In sixth place, Ilford Reserves are just uh, three points off the pace of something from nothing. Three victories from five, um, and those couple of defeats there have hurt them in more recent weeks as they were looking to be one of the sides possibly pushing for promotion. Eagles football, who started the season late, have overtaken some of the teams around them in games played. They've won two and drawn three of their opening seven fixtures. Uh, they sit on nine points, the same figure as Ilford. Down in eighth place are Renegade, who have just the one win so far to their name in the league, although they are still involved in the London Cup. Two draws also there, giving them five points. And that's the same figure as Forest Green, who also just have the one victory to their name, two draws, giving them five points so far. Atoll are at the halfway mark now. They're sitting in the relegation zone at present. They've played 10 games, but only won the one, uh, with one draw, seeing them on to four points. And the side bottom of the table, Kansas London Sport, who did start their season late, so they do have some games to catch up on. One draw to their name from the opening five games, seeing them bottom of the table on one point. We now move on into Division 2, and at the top of the table here, the one division which is being dominated by a side, which is Snaresbrook, and Snaresbrook have won all eight of their games so far this season, and only conceded two goals, which is excellent uh, goal difference for them too. They sit top of the table on 24 points. And the nearest side to them is Raynham Phoenix, who sit total of nine points back, but with a game in hand, so they could cut that to six were they to win that. Five victories for the Raynham-based side there, uh, as they sit on 15 points. The closest rivals possibly will be FC Beresi under 23s. They sit third on also on 15 points, but with two games in hand on Snaresbrook, so they could move to within three points of the side, with them still to play, of course, so that they are the side possibly going to be the biggest rivals here. In fourth place are Royal Forest, who have dropped a place now down to that position. Four victories from their opening nine games, but a very healthy goal-scoring record being the highest goal-scorers in that division. Old Buckabians sit in fifth place in the top half there, with also from four uh, four wins from seven games, giving them 12 points. Um, and certainly with the games in hand, they could move into the top three. In sixth place are Woodford East Reserves. Mixed season, three wins and three defeats from their opening games, giving them nine points. And that's an almost identical record to Chapel Heath Spartans Reserves, who also from six games have won three and drawn three. A third side on nine points are eighth place Lymore Gardens Reserves. They've played a couple more games compared to the sides above them, but they have three victories to their name also. In ninth place are Rebridge Community Reserves, who do have games in hand. They've won two of their five played so far, giving them six points. And the bottom two are made up of St. Francis, who have won just the one of seven games played so far this season, which gives them just three points. But Barking Potters are the side at the foot of the table as things stand, yet to pick up a point with seven defeats from seven games. 
Into Division 3, which is a really interesting battle this year. And we lead leading the way are Newbury East, who have played 11 games. So they're well into now into their second half of the fixtures. They've won nine and drawn one of their games played so far this season, giving them 28 points in total. Jollof Sports Reserves, however, are just uh, four points behind with a game in hand, so could close that gap to one. Uh, eight victories and two defeats from their 10 games played so far this year. They've certainly been a, an informed side in more recent weeks. Down in third place, Chingford Harriers, also a side who will have uh, an effect on the, on the way on the promotion race, I'm sure. Nine games played, six victories and a draw uh, in their campaign to date, giving them a very healthy 19-point total, which I'm sure they'll be fairly happy with. Uh, a point further back from Chingford Harriers are Friendford A, who have won six of their opening nine, three defeats there, seeing them a point off of uh, Harriers above them. And that's three points ahead of fifth-place Flyers under-21s, who, following promotion, another of the promoted sides here, they've done well following that. Five victories from their opening nine games, which is a decent return for having moved up from Division 4. Melbourne Sports have a split record, with eight games played and four victories and four defeats, um, including a very healthy win against a side placed two divisions above them uh, in the Fenton Trophy competition. Uh, 12 points to their name uh, to date. Down in 7th place, and having played 10 games, Dagenham United Reserves, 2 victories, 3 draws, 5 defeats. Uh, again, a very mixed record for the side based at Castle Green. Romford under-19s have been on a good surge of form in recent weeks, and they're up to 9 points also, having made a very difficult start to the campaign. 3 victories from their 10 games sees them sitting 8th in the standings. And that's 2 points ahead of 9th place Buckhurst Way, who have also played 10 games this year, 2 victories and a draw accruing them those seven points and the two sides sitting in the relegation zone at present are 10th place Glendale who do have a very healthy goal scoring record um, but only two victories from their opening eight in addition to a, a victory against a side placed two divisions above them however inconsistent start for the Dows six points to their name down in 11th and bottom of the table football club of Riverside who's only victory so far was against Glendale in 10th place there, seeing them having accrued three points from their opening eight fixtures. And last of all, we look at the Division 4 standings, and at the top of the table here are Romford under-19s, who have certainly found goal scoring quite easy, but have also conceded plenty of goals too. And lots of interesting games involving them. Seven wins and a draw from nine, giving them 22 points. And at the moment, a four-point lead over the sides around them. The closest being, at the moment, Fairlock Rovers Reserves, who sit second in the table with six victories to their name. One of their three defeats, however, having come against Romford at the weekend just gone, which saw that gap increased. Third place is London Apps under-23s. And looking at their record, they are a side who probably could push hard for the title. Um, they have five victories and a draw and 18 points. They are four points off the pace with two games in hand. Down in fourth place are Collier Row Wills. Five wins and a draw, giving them 16 points, um, but probably are going to struggle to break into that top three as things stand, but you never know as the season progresses. And that's three points ahead of the other side in the top half, which is into London. Uh, a mixed start for them, four victories, one draw and four defeats uh, for the side based out in Raynham. Sit right on the cusp of the in the middle of the table there, Avondale Rangers, another side with a mixed season, certainly finding goal scoring not to be a problem. 28 goals in their eight games uh, amongst their four victories. 
but just a thought just the 12 points so far um, but with plenty of hope for for the second half of the season flyers under 23s have had a decent start also um, also on 12 points with four victories and a draw from their nine played again goal scoring not been a problem for them either and also on 12 points are West Essex under 23s, who were one of the early high flyers, but have dropped off the pace in recent weeks and now sit eighth in the table with four victories from their opening nine. Most of those victories having come earlier on in the season. But there's a bit of a gap then between West Essex and ninth place oldest Damien's reserves, who did win at the weekend to take their tally to seven points with two victories and a draw um, and outside of the bottom two. But there is a gap there to make up on the sides above. And the bottom two, as things stand, are Emerson and Upminster Reserves. Two victories to their name, giving them six points. But they do have three games in hand. Uh, and if they can convert some of those into victories, you can see them rising into comfortably into mid-table. And at the bottom of the table are Newham and Havering Borough. With eight defeats from their eight games, yet to pick up a point. Also finding goal scoring a bit of a problem with just those nine goals scored to date. And that brings to a close our roundup of the November uh, football action in the Essex Alliance League. For more information, visit our website www.essexallianceleague.com. We look forward to bringing you our next report next month. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent Canterbury League Roundup, starting with the results. Borden Village 2, Stansfield 0. Gypsy 2, Tenterton Town 1. Hawkingstown 2, Halls 1, Idehill 0, Minster 3, Kingshill 0, Red Velvet 1, New Romney 1, Peckham Town 0, Oxford United 1, Fleetdown United 2. In Division 1 Central and East, Greenway Aces 2, Hollands and Blair Reserves 2, Gurunanak 1, Whitstable Town Reserves 1, K-Sports Reserves 4, Rochester City 0, Sturry 7, West Farley 0. Woodnesborough 1, Snodland Town Reserves 3. In Division 1 West, results from there. Belvedere 1, South East Athletic 1, Danson Sport 7, Crockenhill 1, Metrogast 4, Equinocchial 0, Welling Park 2, Sporting Club Thamesmead 0. Division 2, Central and East, Cux 91 Reserves 1, Tankerton 0, Minster 4, Aylesford 2, Tenton Town Reserves 2, Sittingbourne Reserves 2. And in Division 2, West, Bexley 3, Dulwich Village 1, Bromleyans Reserves 1, Parkwood Rangers 1, FC Greenwich 0, Falkenwood 5, Orpington 5, Farnborough Old Boys Guild 1. Division 3, Central and East, Charing 1, Chillum 2, Sinkports Reserves 2, Larkwood and New Hyde Reserves 1, Kings Hill Reserves 0, Gillingham Town 2, Locomotive Canterbury 2, Baypoint 0, Selinge 3, Paddockwood 1. And the results from Division 3 West are as follows. All Stars 6, Oxford United Reserves 1, Halls Reserves 4, Dartford Celtic 0, Long Lane Reserves 4, AFC Lewisham 1. In the London Junior Cup third round, AMG Ballers 4, Craven Arrows 0, Brighton Ropes Reserves 1, Catford 1, Catford 1, 6 5 on penalties, Goldfingers 0, Metrogas Reserves 0, Goldfingers 1, 5 4 on penalties, 
and Club Langley had a walkover after their opponents, Matagalpa, withdrew, failing to raise a side. In the Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup second round, Southborough nil, Rostal Reserves 2, and in the AFA Senior Cup, Old Carthusians 7, Bromleyans nil. In the Veterans Divisions at the weekend, Bredhurst 1, Ellsford 3, K-Sports 4, Ancorians Rovers 1, Medway United 5, New Ash Green 2. In Division 2, Ancorians Albion 0, FC Ditton 2. And in Division 3, just one match there as well, Lennon Wanderers 1, K-Sports Veterans United 4. Moving on now to the roundup, starting in the Premier Division, where the top three, Minster, Red Velvet and Fleetdown, all won. New Romney, under new management, went fourth after victory against Peckham Town. Minster march on, Todd Jordan's first half double in the space of six minutes, the second from the spot, took him to 13 for the season and set up the 3-0 win at Ide Hill, their fifth away of the campaign. Josh Neves added the third seven minutes after the break. Tarkin Mersin netted his first of the season in his third start as Red Velvet maintained their 100% record, 5 out of 5, with victory at Kings Hill. Arjun Chagger was on target again as Fleetdown made it 5 wins in 7 games, 2-1 off United. All the goals in the first half. Alex Cullingham added the second, Adam Bunyan netting for O's, his fifth of the season. New Romney are hailing the work of outgoing manager Joy Dave Johncock, who left the club last week. We would like to put on record the massive appreciation for the hard work and enthusiasm he has shown and we wish him well for the future. Meanwhile, Devon Johnson and Darren Hill step up to take charge of first team affairs, assisted by Tim McRae, and began with a 1-0 win over Peckham Town to move fourth in the table. Tom Morgan's got the winner, his fourth of the season. Skipper Todd Bamba led from the front, scoring twice, both in eight, an eight-minute spell at the start of the second half, as Chipsy beat Tenderton Town 2-1, a first league game for three weeks for the Seven Oaks Villagers. Keegan Wickham and Ben Casagina's second-half winner saw Hawkinge Town come from behind to beat Hawes 2-1. Bradley Marshall had put the visitors in front. Alan Rose, 13th start, proved a lucky omen for Borden Village, scoring his first of the season as they completed a 2-0 win over Stansfield and finishing the month with uh, four wins, three in the league and an Inter-Regional Challenge Cup success at Sturry. Ricky Gundry got the other goal. In Division 1 Central and East, father and son Sean and Harvey Welford featured for Blair Reserves in the 2-2 draw at Greenway Aces. Connor Gruber and George Williams scored twice in five minutes for the visitors. Bijats Tembe and Jack Carl netted for Aces, who described it as a good point earned against well-organised, confident team. In Division 1 West, Anthony Ty and Joe Quinier netted for Leaders Welling Park in a 2-0 win over Sporting Club Mid Reserves. In Division 2 East, Jack Hibbert scored, Jake Hibbert scored twice for the second week running as Dealtown Reserves made it eight wins out of eight, 4-1 at St Ports. Jake Lang had put the hosts in front after two minutes. Jack Hawkins hit two as Minster Reserves beat Ellsford 4-2. In Division 2 West, Tom Brown's hat-trick led the scoring as Falkenwood moved to within three goals of 50 in the league this season, 5-0 winners at FC Greenwich. The leaders are in Kent Junior Cup action against Eltham Town at Phoenix Sports on Friday night. Sonny Francis netted two more as Orpington won 5-1 at home to Farnborough Old Boys Guild. Under-16 pair Daniel Codistani Osborne scored twice 
and Ashley Wilkes netted the other as Bexley Reserves beat Dulwich Village 3-1. Really excited for the young lads to get their opportunity in men's football, say the club. In Division 1 Central and East, top two both won away from home. Mark Taylor and James Turner sealed Chillum's 2-1 win at Charing. Philip Magalco's late strike confirms Gillingham Town's 2-0 win at Kingshill Reserves. Ruin De Silva put them in front just after the hour. In Division 3 West, Delvin President scored twice as All-Stars netted six in the second half against Oxford United Reserves. Alexander Fofi and Troy Kakandi netted two each as Longdale Reserves won 4-0 at AFC Lewisham and unbeaten Hawes Official Reserves won by the same score at home to Dartford Celtic. In the London Junior Cup, AMG Ballers went through 4-0 against Crayford Arrows. Bromleyan Reserves, correction, Bryden Ropes Reserves went out 6-5 on penalties at home to Catford. Metrogas Reserves drew 0-0 after extra time against Goldfingers, who went through 5-4 on penalties. And Club Langley had a walkover after their opponents, Matto Galpa, withdrew, failing to raise a side. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHawk. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHawk on Google Play or visit our website at matchhawk.com. Truly a great match. MatchHawk. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.